Hey, Patriots, and welcome to Bards FM here on Brighty on TV. I'm at the other studio today, still getting that set up for the right. You can see all this green screen stuff. I hate it. But anyway, you'll get over it. Um, anyway, we've got a pretty crazy country right now. Obviously, today is June 1st, and it's the begin of International Pedophile and um, Child Groomer Month. Um, and that's the celebration that we're now sharing with the rest of the world as we fly the pedophile flag underneath the American flag across all our embassies in the world to let them know that if you want to diddle kids, want to traffic kids, rape kids, or even um, just eat kids, that you can come to the United States. We welcome you. And as you come here, that's uh, literally children are on the menu. So we've now gone into a full court press for around the world for every a freak and pedophile to let them know that we're open doors for your desire to diddle kids. Yeah, we'll talk about all that when we get right back from these messages. The global currency collapse will wipe out the dollar and many other assets. And the only things that will maintain value during the global debt reset are those with intrinsic value that do not require governments, corporations, or markets to make good on their obligations. At the top of this list of intrinsic assets is physical gold and silver. These precious metals have outlasted every failed civilization and government in human history. And they are non-digital, which means they still hold value even if the power grid fails. The Treasure Island Coins and Precious Metals Company is my go-to source for physical precious metals that are delivered securely and discreetly into your hands. Visit BrightionMetals.com to check their live pricing and in-stock coins and bars. Find out why they are my trusted source for physical metals and why they're the official sponsor of Brighteon.tv. BrightionMetals.com This was made possible by Brighteon.com. After being deplatformed by YouTube, I built Brighteon.com so that we can speak. All voices of dissent are welcome. Join Brighteon.com now, post your videos today, and start building an audience there where you will not be censored. Brighteon.com If you don't want to eat GMOs and pesticides in your storable food, choose organic, lab-tested storable food solutions from the Health Ranger store. We are the only emergency food manufacturer in the world that subjects each of our ingredients to rigorous laboratory testing that covers herbicides, heavy metals, aflatoxins, identity testing, and bacteria tests, including E. coli, salmonella, yeast, and mold. At healthrangerstore.com, you'll find certified organic, lab-tested, freeze-dried fruits, microalgae superfoods, protein powders, and supplements. We offer emergency first aid colloidal silver products made with Texas rainwater. And our ranger buckets feature an impressive assortment of organic storable food items professionally vacuum sealed in heavy duty bags that are stacked in rugged buckets for long-term storage. Check out our preparedness foods, supplements, personal care, and emergency first aid products at healthrangerstore.com. Hey, Patriots, and we're back here with Bars FM here on Brighty on TV. So before we get going, one of the things that I have really come to appreciate in a big, big way is air quality in the home. And I, this wasn't something on the top of my health list, to be honest with you, probably should have been a long time ago. And 
recently I'm sort of carrying a product called EnviroCleanse. And I'm telling you, it has completely transformed my appreciation for air quality. This is an American-made system. It's actually used by the Navy to filter out air in ships. It has a mineral, a patented mineral filter and a HEPA filter. They're a fantastic product. And they, they will run at different levels and different decibels at different speeds, meaning so you have a whisper mode that's like 54 decibels, a low mode, 56 decibels, high mode, 60 62 decibels. I actually have run it on the whisper mode constantly in the studio as I'm recording and there's no background noise. It's a, a really fantastic system that will filterate the air multiple times during the hour. It takes out your viruses, your allergens, your chemicals, the pathogens that are in there, the irritants. And in this season in particular, because I'm one of those that deals with occasional pollen or seasonal, seasonal uh, allergies, it is incredible what it will do to take all that out of your home. So you head on over to EK Pure, EK, EK Pure, um, and you'll use that. There's a link always below our podcast, ekpure.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. Get 10% off free shipping, 10% off plus free shipping. <laughs> you don't get 10% off your shipping. You're going to get 10% off the whole unit plus free, free shipping. And also... Uh, you'll get a free environmental air monitor, quality monitor with that. And that will, it is a product you will not be disappointed with. Super high quality build, runs beautifully, functions fantastically. And again, I've been running it now steadily for a couple of weeks in the studio. And since I picked it up, been very impressed in how much difference it makes in the air quality and just the, the general pleasantness in your environment. So another one of those things that I add on top of the health and wellness aspect of our lives. So it's EnviroCleanse, K-L-E-N-Z. And you can go to EKPure, EKPure.com. Use your promo code BARDS, get 10% off, get free shipping, and get a free air quality monitor with the purchase. A purchase you will not be disappointed in. All right, so let's jump into some of the late-breaking, fantastic, incredible news about our new about our embassies around the world. So today begins Pride Month, which uh, is by itself something that only a handful of people in the United States respectively actually celebrate, but they want us all to remember that this is a month for their abhorrent practices of sexuality, to have uh, sex with children, to have sex with men and men with sex with men and women with sex with women. They want to make sure that this is a day that we're reminded that uh, Satan rocks the earth during this month and celebrates their abhorrent practices that spit in the face of God. And they also want to make sure that they include those that want to have sex with anything, which would be called pansexuals, essentially, including goats, donkeys, cows, dogs, pigs, whatever they decide to have on in their whim. You name it. It's all open season this month. So in order to celebrate that and make sure that the world understands that we're an inclusive country driven by our sexual and dark sexual desires, that it's a world where the most perverted are welcome the good should leave, but the perverted are welcome. We have decided to advertise that by putting up the rainbow flag underneath the U.S. flag on our embassies across the world. A great statement towards a country that now doesn't value children but rapes kids, turns kids into sexual pleasures for adults, uses kids for pornography, traffics kids across our border. 83,000 children, by the way, have gone disappearing or have disappeared since they've crossed the border. No big deal just 83,000 children that are 
probably all ripped from their families and trafficked for money for the cartel. It is the fastest growing industry in the world. It is arcing above the, the level of drugs in the terms of trafficking and financial benefit for all those involved. And as I have said on my show many, many times, the issue of child sex trafficking at the end of the day, your 401ks, your IRAs, your investments in Wall Street will all lead to one thing, global, the global trade of child sex trafficking. And it's one of those things that people are going to be like, nah, you're exaggerating. Wait and see. Start doing the digging. Find out for yourself and you will be shocked to see how money in this world, the real power of this world is child sex trafficking. Over 8 million children globally. And we lose hundreds of thousands each year. This number actually, the actual number of kids that go disappearing that are registered each year is about 800,000. What you'll always hear is most of those are returned. But that's always the statement of the media. I happen to have done the research myself and I have talked to some one particular person that was doing their PhD on it and their number was coming out about the same as my number, which was about 783,000, 790,000 children going missing each year. But we don't worry about that, right? It's just kids. It's just the size of a city like Portland that goes missing each year. Uh, no one cares because it's just tin hat or crazy adults. It must be divorced parents having a problem. It must be children that are wandering the streets. It's just a amber alert, even though it's run by the same people that steal the kids. Don't worry about that. I'm sure they find them all. And don't worry about CPS, Child Protective Services. I'm sure they're not involved either. This is atrocious. And this is the state of the nation. And nations shall be judged. I think when you kick out a month like this for me and I start, I wake up to a headline that literally is promoting this pedophile flag for the rest of the world to see. It, it really nauseates me and it makes me just literally want to burn my passport and de denounce my citizenship. The question is to what do I return, do I turn to? And what I would say is I am literally done being considered part of the corporation of America, the corporation of the United States. And I would have to say openly that I'm, I align only with the Constitution and the Republic, but most importantly, I'm just a person under the banner of Christ. This is a really sick time. And the problem is we have a, this, this problem is not new and it's more and more obvious, but people just don't want to recognize it. I mean, if we want to talk about in the open that people deny. Let's talk about the Catholic Church. Let's begin there. There is no question that child pedophilia has been going on in the Catholic Church for years. The lawsuits have proven it. What does the church do? They move their, they relocate their diddling pastors to another parish, and then it's like it's brushed under the rug. And what disgusts me more than anything is that people continue to just allow it to happen. I mean, I'm, I'm always questioning that. It's like, how can those people attend church knowing that their own organization is protecting child diddlers? And they always find an excuse. I mean, denial is one of those great things in life. I can come up with a thousand excuses as to why I can't or should do something, but I'm never going to face the truth. But it's not limited to the Catholic Church. Let's get real. One of the biggest busts in child sex trafficking happened in the, in the Baptist network. And that happened about four years ago. And it was all running from Texas all the way up to Georgia. But nothing was done. And what you probably didn't know is that the Southern Baptist Coalition it didn't even have a way at that point in time of letting 
other churches know that if a pastor was found to be diddling kids and he was fired, they couldn't inform another church that he was diddling kids. So other churches would pick him up. He would just say, hey, I was a pastor over here. Don't worry about me. I love children. And they'd be like, oh, that's wonderful. We have a pastor that loves children, not realizing that he meant it actually physically. This is a disgusting time when it comes to kids. It turns my stomach and it continues to turn my stomach at the willingness of people to turn their back on this problem. We are creating these problems because we won't face them, we won't acknowledge them, and we're not gonna deal with them. Child sex trafficking is a global trade. It's one of the most profitable global trades ever because what happens is it's not just like a one-off with drugs. You give somebody fentanyl, if they're lucky, they make it to the next hit. If, they, if they're not lucky, in the next, by the time they take the third hit, they're dead. Give somebody heroin, they're addicted for life, but it depends, or more or less, but they can, it depends on what they can afford and ultimately they will die. But you give it somebody a child, you're going to have a dedicated reuse of that service. The drug is a one-time use. I sell it to you, you use it, and it's done. How you survive that, but I still have to produce more product on the other end. When we talk about children, all we have to do is have one child and then they reuse that child hundreds of times. People think you're crazy sometimes. Think you're a tin hatter for talking about this. It's not in my neighborhood. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And it's beca- it's so pervasive and so profitable that we, we can't even see how dark it is. We have children here. We have women, for example, that are being found coming across the border that literally have semen from over 50 or 60 different men in them. Let that sink in a minute. That's not rape. That's a paid for operation to allow one woman to be used that many times to make money. She's being forced to pay her way across the border by being for to be raped over and over. And she's not getting any less in debt. They're just using her until they basically kill her. So hat tip to all those asshole liberals that think that we should have an open border. What I would encourage you all to do on this day in particular is please go down to the border and volunteer to be trafficked. This infuriates me. We have an America right now that is just absolutely beaten down. And it's, it's so overwhelmed with an information war and an and a injection war that's literally modifying a lot of the behaviors of people, which is trackable and provable that we are at a point right now where our nation is broken. We're relying now and having to look now for the few that have not been vaxxed proportionally. They still have clear mind and conscience that hopefully are finding themselves more rooted deeply in Christ that are awakening in this world to realize that we have a real problem. And it's at the core of everything, it's the moral bankruptcy of our nation. A nation built on the principles of Christian values where all rights are given to us by our creator is now Flying a, boy, I tell you, I've got to wash my mouth. Got to, flying a pedophile flag across the globe to give symbol and banner and call out to every single freak across the globe. So this is literally like watching everything converge on a nation. And in a certain way, we've earned that right. We are being judged. And there's a lot of people that are going to push back on this because they want to see this as an inclusive. We're going to a new level of inclusion. You're being deceived it's all good to talk about stuff until you have to face it. The number one group of people that yak about this inclusion, 
usually are themselves excluding themselves from the reality of that problem. So they aren't themselves being trafficked, but they're probably grooming to help others do it, or they're just in compliance with it because it's a fashionable thing to do. As Americans, we're losing our high ground because we've lost our moral base on which we stand. We've allowed the family to be corrupted. We've allowed our lives to be corrupted and we're allowing them to literally rape and pillage on our children. And I just don't understand from a nation's point of view how we've gotten this far down in the, in the hole other than the fact that we're broken as a nation. And I, I'm always respectful of those that have the boldness to stand up to the problem. I'm respectful to those parents that are challenging the school boards. I, I'm re All of these things are super great but it's not happening enough and broad enough yet. We're in, we're in a time right now where literally there is so much going on and there's so little accountability. I mean, if you do harm to the little ones, it would be better for to have a millstone put around your nest, neck and be dropped at sea than to be placed before the father. I mean, that's a pretty clear place of the damage that you do and the expectation of justice that will come. And that's, unfortunately, as a, as a nation, we're very apprehensive and timid to get involved. People are afraid and fear is running pervasive in our culture and in many, many levels. They're afraid to step in. They're afraid to speak out. They're afraid to reach out. All of this has happened through a mass campaign of intimidation and fear that's been waged by our state, which is a despotic nation run by a tyrannical corporate government partnership, which is stolen elections, manipulates what you do, uses advertising to influence your way, which is all out propaganda wars, controls the media, shapes the narrative, turns our head this way so we won't look that way. And is in the process right now of completely financially pillaging the entire globe as they break it to the ground, hoping that they will break us. They will take, disrupt the food chains, disrupt these, everything in terms of the supply chain, dislodge people from their businesses, leave them homeless, leave them without cash, and then roll in with a solution, which will be something like, we've got a 300 square foot low carbon footprint box with a shared bathroom down the hall, no kitchen. You can use a common kitchen down below. We wanna stack you all into boxes vertically so we have high density housing. You're not gonna be able to own a car. If you do own a car, it has to be communally shared. You're only gonna be able to drive a certain amount of time each month. You live in 15-minute cities, which are also known as fancy internment camps. Your Starbucks, though, will be just in a walking distance, so don't worry. You'll be provided with a universal basic income. A universal basic income will have your basic expenses deducted from it each month. As long as you obey the rules of the corporation, you shall be considered a good citizen, and therefore you'll be given good marks called a social credit score, and you will be elevated up in the eyes of the great eye. You'll be allowed to have normal daily activities, but if you dare violate any of them, including jaywalking where you should not jaywalk, you, those penalties will not be issued by a jury, but will be issued by an AI because obviously it's very clear what your violation was. Those deductions will come out of your account immediately for efficiency because we don't wanna waste your time at court because you have other things to do, like achieving your higher purpose as AI replaces your job and robotics replace your job and then we'll start instructing you as to how many children you can have, who you can have relationships with, what you can post on social media, what you can say. See, we're almost there right now. Most of this is happening. And people are just going along merrily. 
And in the meantime, children are getting trafficked on a global level. No one cares. And the more that they start consolidating people down to these models of like 15-minute internment camps, the less you're going to have any visibility. We're heading into a time right now where they're trying everything they can to prevent people from communicating on the web because all of this is being exposed. The question is, where's the outrage and where's the line that people will draw that says enough is enough? Now, on the upside of this, there's we're seeing this agenda being pushed in our face. This agenda is coming from top down. It's coming from the BlackRock Vanguard State Street level of investment that's pushing this down, demanding that corporations comply with the LGBTQ rainbow children rape agenda. And with that, the back door of let's screw up your child by giving them grooming lessons and let's convince them that they're the wrong gender so we can send them over to Planned Parenthood who will then instruct them on how they can get hormone therapy, HRT, which is hormone replacement therapy, but they'll make sure and put it in somebody else's name so it's not trackable. This is real. I'm not making this up. And therefore, what they'll end up doing is helping a child against the will of their parents or without even the knowledge of their parents go on HRT. And the child then will go through transition. And then suddenly about a year down the road when the damage is done, they will probably announce to their child, their parents something like, hey, guess what? I was a boy last year, this year, don't call me that anymore. I'm now a girl and I'm planning on going in for a surgery to get my weenie chopped off and get a snip and tuck. That's happening. The cases that are happening are, are, are getting very real. And it's happening more and more because schools become the cover and the acceptance and it's accepted that in schools the children can go to school, they can mimic out the gender that they want, which means that the, the groomer, which is the teacher, is leading them to a pathway to identify as a different gender, which is part of disrupting the family, no, telling the child that they should do this but not inform their parent because they're trying to get the state to replace the parenting. And any parent now that's literally delivering their child to school is delivering their child to an internment and brainwashing camp. These are propaganda organizations designed to conform people to the new view of the state. And anybody that's sending their children anymore to public schools is participant in that act. You're in violation of your basic principle and rule of what it is to be a parent by protecting your child from evil. You're, you're handing them into the mouth of evil and then expecting them to come out okay. That is literally by definition the, the definition of insanity. And yet the American public is willful and part of this. It is a sick, sick time we are in. We are dealing with such a level of moral bankruptcy because as a nation we have walked away from God. Our churches though are no help because our churches to a large degree, not all, churches to a large degree are just out here trying to get by. They're trying to get their their offering plate filled. They're trying to keep their congregation in whole. They don't want to offend anybody by saying bold words like liberty and have a red line and stand up for what's right and push back against, against the LGBT agenda because instead they're worried about keeping that congregation level and neutral. Let's not talk about moral issues. Let's not teach the right thing. Let's not teach the words of what God has taught us. Instead, let's say this, we're going to take a perverted version of Christ and say, I welcome you all in the name of love. So if you rape babies, if you have sex with one another, if, you, if your favorite toy to have sex with is a donkey or a goat, we welcome you into our, our church as an LGBTQ open arms 
please come bring your perversion to our church because this is God's house and God welcomes everybody, which is an absolute abomination of anything taught in Scripture. But that's happening all over. And all you have to do is go around and see the churches that are flying the rainbow flag, which, by the way, is just another slap in the face of God because what this is all saying is that God's rainbow is now theirs, theirs to use and abuse for the sake of sexual perversion and to literally guide a country into moral bankruptcy and moral hell as we continue to spiral down there and people lack the spine to stand up for what is right. So afraid. And, but, you know, to example of the rules have been set, and I've been talking about this for a long time, that they have been changing the rules and the laws to protect these practices. So in Southern California, it was in L.A., they had a protest against an LGBTQ event. Somebody at the event burned an LGBT flag, a rainbow flag, and now that's considered a hate crime. We can't get a hate crime for our U.S. flag, but we can get a hate crime for the perverts that are now running this asylum. And if you're one of those that says, well, I'm being too harsh because there's good gays out here, show me where their voice is calling out this pedophilia and ask them what it means when they help somebody come out of the closet and how young they start. Because I'm going to tell you, whether you like it or not, the gay community is driven by pedophilia at its very core. This is why they're quiet. This is the world we're now in. These are the people that are now leading our world. These are the people that have infiltrated all the institutions and are trying to tell us how to morally live. These are people that have the highest divorce rate, the highest suicide rate, and they're the most destructive, and yet they're going to try to guide this future for this country. And if you think God's going to stand for it, you're wrong. We're facing judgment. Patriots, we'll talk more about that right after these messages. Satellite phones have been wiped out globally because of the supply chain collapse and war in Europe. But a truly amazing new option has emerged, the Bivy Stick, which allows you to send and receive text messages using almost any mobile device without relying on cell towers at all. In a world where war, riots, or a power grid failure can happen literally at any time, the Bivy Stick and its two-way satellite messaging gives you the power to reach loved ones to send emergency messages or request a rescue. And to use this device, you do not have to register your name and you don't need to turn on location services or reveal your geographic location. The battery life is several days in duration and you can easily recharge it using a small portable power bank. There are only about 20,000 Bibby sticks that will be available in America this year. Get yours now while they're still available at sat123.com. That's sat123. The world we once knew is collapsing. We're being warned to expect rolling blackouts, and our political leaders are deliberately shutting down pipelines, fuel refineries, nuclear power plants, and energy exploration. The currency is collapsing, while financial assets are plummeting in value, and the global food supply is being deliberately decimated. To survive this war being waged on humanity, you need more than just regular prepping. You need resilient prepping. And that's the title of my new free audiobook, Resilient Prepping. You can download the entire audiobook and a printable PDF transcript for free right now at resilientprepping.com. Resilient Prepping teaches practical strategies for prepping in three layers, high-tech, low-tech, and no-tech. Resilient Prepping is your ultimate guide to surviving the total collapse of the world as we know it, because that's exactly what globalists are trying to achieve. Download this entire audiobook for free right now at resilientprepping.com. 
All right, Patriots, we're back here with Arts FM here on Bright on TV. You know, next week on Wednesday, the 7th of June through the 10th of June, we are having Bards Fest. It is going to be a, the first Bards Fest we've had since uh, August, August 2021. This is going to be exciting. It's in Yuba City at the Church of Glad Tidings. It's going to start at 3 p.m. on Wednesday, and then we're going to move through um, Thursday, Friday night, we have a big event. And then uh, Friday, we're going to be across the t way in a little local town called Marysville. Where we're going to meet in the morning for prayer and worship and literally just praying for a community that needs a lot of prayers. All right, so let's talk about what Bars Fest is. Bars Fest literally this year is the call to what we call convening the war councils. It's the call to having the raise up the warriors in Christ. Glad the Church of Glad Tidings is a great church. Their pastor is Pastor Dave Bryan. So speakers will include myself, Dr. Pastor Dave Bryan, Dr. Frank, who you may know. He's like the warrior of, of voting and voting at voter integrity. We have Brad, Pastor Brad Cummings is coming in. We have Pastor Anthony Thomas. He's another, he's a firebrand. All both of those are firebrands. We have Shemaine Nugent, obviously wife of Ted Nugent, good friend of mine, wonderful warrior in Christ and motivational speaker. We have as well Mark and Tina from, they are coming in from Alabama. They're a prophetic team. Um, and we continue to just add to our ranks of, of great speakers. We have um, we have Coe Bryan, who was a J6er there. We have Joe Vega, who's a Somali Black Hawk Down Delta operator veteran, who's a good friend of mine. He's an incredible Sergeant Major retired. We have Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers coming in as well. And we have, um, he's a retired Special Forces Colonel. He's going to be speaking Friday night. The whole schedule's on the website at barsfest.com. And we have uh, Myron and Dottie Lizer, the Vice President, former Vice President and Tribal Chief of the Navajo Nation. I think these are just incredible, incredible um, speakers. I'm very, very honored to have all of them there. If I missed anyone, I didn't mean to, but you can see it all on the website. They're all there. Great speakers. It's going to be a, just a power packed two and a half days with a finish off of a great prayer morning on Friday morning. We also have dinner there as part of this. Each night together, we'll have a sack lunch for everybody to just try to keep this thing moving along. But dinner is going to be there. We're going to be breaking bread. It's going to be a kind of a potluck on Wednesday night. And we're going to be barbecuing on Thursday and Friday night to break bread together, which I think is so important. And then Friday night is a culmination of us literally breaking 300 pots with light and blowing shofars in the recreation of Gideon and Gideon's army. And the pots are made by Jennifer Renee of Southern Echoes. She is an incredible Raku artist that has spent time, second time she's done this, hand-making these pots that we will break. So very exciting. Here's some great speakers, including me. And we've got some firebrand stuff to lay on the line to get people motivated and awake, woken up. Now, this is going to be live streamed as well. It's going to be live streamed, as to my knowledge, here on Brighton TV. I mean, I say that we're, we're working on those details. I know Mike wants Mike Adams wants it here, and we're going to make that happen. Hopefully, we'll also live stream on CloudHub. Plus, it will live stream on our own website, bardsfm.com, and it will live stream on the Church of Glad Tidings website. So there are plenty of places to watch it. And... 
if you're going to attend or if you just would like to make a donation, you can just do that through the website. Um, tickets are all donation based. We have a recommended donation of $100 for the two and a half days, but that's up to you. And we're just grateful for all the amazing do donations that have come in. So thank you all. You've been amazingly supportive, super excited about all of this. Hope to see you there and uh, hope to see you participate online. I think you'll find that those three days are gonna be some of the most interesting you've had on the web at the very least and in person at any festival. One thing that I do that does stand out about the way I run festivals, and I just wanna be clear, it's the way I did it before and I will always continue to do, I do not like short time frames for speakers to speak. It drives me nuts. Um, you can't tell anything in 10 minutes or 12 minutes. All that is is just like a power-packed headache. These, each of our speakers is slated for, they are offered each an hour or an hour and a half. That's reflective. I think there's only one speaker that requested a little bit less and that's fine. We honored that, but each speaker gets offered an hour. So you get to hear them, get to absorb what they have to say, get to hear the deeper message of what's being presented, which literally also gives us plenty of room for the Holy Spirit to settle in and to drive those messages, which all of this is centered around, ultimately, raising up the warriors of Christ. So all of that said, head over to BardsFest.com. You can see it on the screen. BardsFest.com, BardsFest.com. And no no promo code on this one. This is just donation, $100 recommend, recommended. Donate what you feel, what your heart desires, what the Holy Spirit leads. Hope to see you there. It'd be awesome. All right, Patriots. So as that rolls in, I mean, one of the biggest challenges I keep coming back to is the moral bankruptcy of this nation and the moral position of this nation. And these aren't new positions for me, but I think in this month, as we enter into the, the month of let's be prideful of a nation that centers itself now on pedophilia and child exploitation and debauchery of, of all sorts of sexual perversions, that's the nation we have now become, at least that's the nation that our leaders are wanting to present to the world. I will just remind everybody that God will not be mocked. We're in for a judgment. It's going to be pretty rough. And whatever that looks like, it's not going to be an easy ride. These freaks are in the open aggressively and more intently because they're wanting to force it down our throats. They're thinking that they can overcome us with their perversion by being more forward in it to the world. And they're continuing their war in the process of trying to break the foundations of what's left of our morality. And this is not going to be, so it's not going to be easy at all. So this for us and for this nation is where I'm leading to. Okay. We have fallen a long ways from God. And the only way we're ever going to bring this nation back is to reset two principal pillars, accountability, and morality. It has to be. Right now, we live in a nation with no accountability. If you're a child predator, a child rapist, if you are, um, if you are a child diddler, I mean, I'm using all of these. If you're a general rapist, you just enjoy sexual perversions. You want to have to go have a relationship with a donkey, a horse, a cow, a pig. Those used to have violations in law. All those are being stripped away. And it's a sick statement to what's happened to our world. And unfortunately, it's a massive testimony to the bankruptcy of the pulpit. Our nation used to was built on a powerful and strong pulpit, a pulpit that understood morality of right and wrong, good and bad, good versus evil. And it's not there anymore. Everything is pluralized because no one can take a stand. The churches are afraid to literally 
Too many churches are afraid to take a stand on what's morally right and what's morally wrong. Because in this new era of inclusion, which is nothing more than an extension of satanic church ritual, which is do as thou will, there is no sense of accountability, that we all can do whatever we want and free to live any way we want. And this generation that's being programmed with that are going to be leading this world into that abyss of hell if we don't do something about it. And with this, we have another parallel thing that happens is there's so many Christians out here that are sitting in the pews just saying, well, Jesus, take me home, or I can't wait till Jesus returns. The question I have with all of that is when you are doing that, ask yourself a simple question if you're one of those, why are you here? Why did God put you here? Because I guarantee you, God did not put you here to sit on your butt and wait for Jesus to return. And if there's one thing that just inflames me, it's the apathetic Christian and the people that speak Christianese that are not out here make, trying to make a difference in changing this world, affecting our youth, and waking them up to the glories of Christ. I had a conversation earlier today with somebody who asked me a very direct question. It's like, what's your faith? And I said, my faith is Jesus. I don't get involved in this garbage of what church I go to. It's one of the reasons that I don't align hardly with any church. The only church that I have some a, a close relationship with at this point is the Church of Glad Tidings, just FYI. That's in Yuba City where we're having Bard's Fest in case you missed the beginning. Like my 10-minute advertisement there for Bard's Fest, which you couldn't miss. So you can just rewind it and listen to it. It's pretty cool, though, I have to tell you. Bard's Fest. Probably my rant, too, about it, too. It's pretty cool. But anyway, all that said, churches are not places that I align to because too many of them are just dead stone walls with a roof and they become empty temples and the Holy Spirit doesn't reside there. The temples within our heart, our love in Jesus is within our heart and the passion that we have in pursuing him has nothing to do with a religion or a church. It has to do with living and working with the loving, breathing Christ. That means as Christ comes in me, I am within him. That means we walk as one in this world and we bring the power of the Holy Spirit into this world in such a profound way that people begin to experience our passion, the love and the light of what Christ is. We lack in our churches to a large degree, the understanding of the supernatural God. And if we had that presence of the supernatural God, we would not be having this nonsense that's going on out here. But too much of the dead stone walls preaches religious rules and confirmation, conformity, but they're not providing anything other than the framework in which other people say, well, that doesn't make sense because if I go over here, I get more sexual pleasure. I get more financial return. I get more personal benefits. I get more better feelings within me. And that's what the satanic approach feeds on is people's desire to have to see and feel things in the real world. When we experience the real and living God, it is undeniable the power of what the great Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit has and what our, what our Father brings. I mean, we are the children of the Most High. We are supposed to be the stewards of this earth. We are supposed to be advisors to kings and nations. And instead, we're succumbing to a nation state with rulers that find pleasure in raping kids and having sex with, with goats. That's the pan spirit, by the way. If you're curious, look up pan spirit, the pan god, and see what the, one of the major statues is of him of the ancient times. And it's this thing, Loki type thing, of that's having sex with a donkey or with a goat. 
This is the world we're in, complete perversion to where our entire base of humanity has been degraded and reduced to such a primal level that, that we are more interested in what we're trying to have as sex in our relationship, so insecure about that, that everything has to be portrayed forward, so bold about it that we're actually living through a time when the society is accepting a lie that God is imperfect. And let me prove that to you. We're living in a time right now that literally is saying that if you accept the fact or you embrace this inclusion that someone is part of the LGBTQAI plus nonsense, and I'm sure that alphabet goes on another 50,000 letters because they're going to put everything under the sun under it and then tell you that they don't believe in child pedophilia, which is an out, outright lie. These people are just liars at their core anyway. They're demonic as it is, so don't worry about that. But my point is that what they're telling you is this. Number one, if they tell you I was born gay, then what they're telling you is God spent time before I was created thinking about me, imagining me as a homosexual, lesbian, or transgender, LGBTQAI, whatever person that was against his own writings and his own words in scripture, unable to reproduce, supposed to have sex with the same woman. Everything is perversion in the Bible. God is actually making me in that imperfect image. That's the first one. The second lie is the person that says, I come into this world and I am born something biologically, but I'm actually something else spiritually. That means that God has created an imperfect child. God has delivered imperfection into this world, not just on a little scale, but according to them on a grand scale, because every single one of us is supposed to discover what sex we actually are. And so in doing, getting rid of genders, what they have done is done two things. They've denounced the idea that they can't define what a woman is, but they can't apparently define what a man is. And they and they say they can't define what a woman is, but when they when you go out here and you say you want a gender switch, they don't have any trouble telling you what it's like to be a woman and what you have to do as a man to become a woman, which would include a weenie snip castration and a snip and tuck. On the other hand, what they're telling you is, and this whole thing is, this process, I am not a man, I am not a woman, but I want you to embrace me as this creature, this non-gender identity. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to call myself transgender and I'm going to call you who seek to have your gender as you were born biologically we're going to call that cis, C-I-S. So they've replaced male, female with cis and transgender, meaning those that are apparently foolish enough to believe that when we're born, our genders are what they are supposed to be versus those that to realize that what they're born with can be changed. Again, all at the core of mocking God. All at the core of mocking God. And we have these churches out here, not a few, many, Many out here putting up the inclusion flags and from their front, the pedophilia flags, flying them, telling you, come to our church and be included. We love you. We'll embrace you. This is not Christ's doings. And so we're going to try to quote from the scripture. It's pure and absolute nonsense. We're all love and hugs. This comes from this extension of Christ being some version of a limp wrist, smelly hippie. 
That's not what Christ is. Christ is the warrior king. We have a God of war. Our enemies have been warned and continue. We extend the hand, a, a, we extend the hand of love to each one of our enemies. We will pray for our enemies. I will pray for the enemies until the point comes that if I'm in that place, and let's be very clear, where that enemy is either trying to harm this temple, harm my family, or if I'm present for an attack or a potential harm against child, children, I will still pray for you as I help make the introduction to God himself to deal, deal with you himself. This stuff is where we have got to get back to the spine of who we are as a nation and quit being limp-wristed weirdos that have subjected ourselves and accepted this narrative that we're all supposed to be toned down, docile, and inclusion. Look where the violence is coming from. Because it's not coming from those on the Christian side. It's coming from the freaks that are being challenged and questioned. They lose their mind. I mean, who was it that had the bomb threat on, on target the other day? It wasn't the white supremacist. It was the LGBTQ community that didn't like the fact that Target was moving their pedophile gear back to the back of the store. Let's call it what it is and quit being afraid to be bold. We are dealing with a society that is now being shaped by an idea that children are a byproduct of the state to be used for the state's purposes, which encourages children to be exposed and sexualized at an age as young as a few months old. That's not a world I'm going to live in and stand with. And I'll fight for that all the way through. There's a line that we cannot cross. The question you have to ask yourself is, what do you believe in so much you, will, you are willing to sacrifice everything to defend? And it better be on the top of your list to children and the elderly. I mean, let's look at just another aspect of this. We are losing our working middle, our group of young adults. They are dying left and right. It's all this vax that's doing it. Mum's the word, though. Media is not going to carry it. We hardly get any Patriot channels carrying it. And we're out here going, oh, it's kind of strange because there's a labor shortage. They must be still on welfare. No, they're probably dead. This, we are under a state of war right now. And the war is being waged across the spectrum of humanity. But the prize are the children. They want the children because they represent the purest blood. They represent the highest value in, in sacrifice. They represent the direct attack against God himself. That's how they see it. And God gives us those gifts for us to protect. Question is, are you willing? Do you? Are you speaking out on it? And let's get real. Every time I come out on one of these shows and say this, I'm ready for some sort of backlash. Heck, if there's any more, I'm ready for the FBI to come knocking at my door because I said something against pedophilia because that organization's beyond corrupt. They're just a criminal cabal enforcing the, just as a strong arm of the, of the pedo mafia that runs this nation. But it's about time that we step up and start being Americans again. Quit being timid. Get rid of fear. Do what God has asked us to do. Establish dominion and subdue the enemy. That's it. Pretty simple. But it takes a spine. And unfortunately, too many Americans are too afraid of losing things, being displaced from their comfort, the convenience of their lives being disrupted. And yes, it's a hard testimony to America, but I have every right. And I've earned that right, I hate to tell you. Because I've worked in the countries where, there's, where it's been ravaged by war. I've seen what that salvage looks like. I've seen what the heroes of America will, are willing to do for another nation. And we come back home to find out that a large portion of America has gone to sleep and handed over the keys to the pedophile kingdom. 
and said, hey, please run it. And we're, we don't like it, but uh, just do me a favor. I'm going to send my kids to public school. Just please don't corrupt them. I mean, what type of craziness is that? Hand your children to the pedophile elite, hand your children over to the groomer camps and expect them to come out normal. You might as well just breed them over into Satan's lair because pretty much what's happening. Our country is going to turmoil right now because the morality of this nation is broken. And the only way it'll get restored is when Americans start to step up, put their eyes on God, start humbling themselves before the Lord and start resetting their lives through and through back to the morality, the moral law, which God asks us to live by. And when we do that, we start to make real traction. Until then, we're just throwing, throwing stuff in the air. And guess what? That other side, it gets this because it's bringing in its own morality and its war is based on a perverted morality, but it's consistent. And its consistency is the war against children. And knowing that we are expecting that we as a general public will do nothing about it. Let's pray. Father God, we're here today just very blessed, honored to be here, humbled before you. And a simple prayer for this afternoon, Father. Just a prayer of safety and a hedge of protection around our children. Father, we just pray for those that are in the place to protect and lead these children to safety, to keep them safe, do their job, stand up in the name of kingdom. We pray for children to have a greater level of discernment to see the evil before them. And we pray for the adults that are around them to step back from the desires that are being driven in their heart by evil and to have a moment and a confrontation with the power of the Holy Spirit to humble them and to realize that you are not to touch the children. Leave the little ones alone. Proclaim these things in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, from the authorities given to us by him. We say these things in Christ's name. Amen. So patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you here next time, next week. Actually, you'll see here Bards Fest next week. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now.